Ah, let's make some adjustments. It's the halftime adjustments. We're back. It's me, Ethan, and Damon. You know, here, Shirley. All right. Today we got some topics we're going to talk about. We're going to start off with NFL stuff. I know it's basketball season. College basketball is here. Oh, for sure. That's been fun to watch. My bracket's down the drain right now. Mm. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, NFL signings. So, actually, just the offseason has been crazy. I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of fun every year watching NFL offseason. And to start off with, one of the things is two of the superstars of the NFL are talks about being traded. We got DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry. Oh, for sure. Okay. Now, the Titans are looking like a rebuild mode right now. For sure. And I feel like Derrick Henry, to me, will probably go to one of the top teams in the NFL. Oh, I mean, can't really, like, you can't pass up on Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. That guy is just a dynamic, like, running back. I mean, it's just, like, you're going someone's gonna someone's gonna pick him up. I don't know. Las Vegas has been making some a lot of big moves lately, you know, with with Jimmy Garoppolo now over there and they got uh don't they have Devontae Adams still? Yeah, they got Devontae, but they also have Josh Jacobs. So I don't yeah. know how that'll work with Henry. Yeah, probably not probably not Las Vegas, but I don't know. Someone else some I don't know. Someone's gonna pick him up though. Like it's gonna be like, something like the 49ers did with McCaffrey. Oh yeah, yeah. It's no. gonna it's gonna be something like that. Okay. Uh, another thing is Hopkins. I feel like Hopkins. That's another big name. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he's aging. Getting, he's getting getting wasted over there in, in uh Arizona. Yeah, like, like I, oh my gosh, like so I had him in my fantasy like fantasy league last year, right? He went off, you know, while they had Kyler Murray, you know, like going off, going strong. And then I feel like those last like two or three games, like it, like I mean, they obviously Kyler Murray tore it. Was ACL or something like that? Yeah, or the Achilles, something, yeah. something in, like that had a, like a really bad leg injury, and no one had, he had no one to throw in the ball, so he literally had like negative like points on on fantasy draft. Like I mean, DeAndre Hopkins not being able to score like at least ten yards, like it's just like he's getting wasted over there. He is, and you know I think he'll go to the Patriots. Uh, Belichick be, has been be a good move. He's been talking so much over the years, even when he was with Houston. Belichick just loves he loves DeAndre Hopkins, and oh, for sure, Belichick ain't getting any younger. Mm-mm. Hopkins ain't getting any younger, no. and they trust Mac Jones over there. They have an yeah, O line, and they lost their star receiver at Jacoby Myers that went over to Vegas. Mm. And they got the picks for it. They built up an O line, like I said. And why not Hopkins to the Patriots? That would make that team so much better. That would that'd be a good move. That would it, be a really good move. Like it, I can see, I can see Hop, I can see Hopkins over there in the Patriots. That'd be a good move. That I mean, that's a really good. That's probably a good prediction. That might that might come true. We just have to wait and see, man. Like, oh yeah. Right, now, are, are you a Washington fan? No, Steelers, Pittsburgh. Oh, you're Pittsburgh. Steelers. So you got Patrick Peterson. Yep. That's that's a yeah. big move for you guys at we, corner. We, I mean, dude, we right now, like, like I said, we just need a couple pieces. Like we have a solid team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like granted, like Kenny Pickett is still kind of fresh and new, you know. Like, I don't know why they would like 
I don't know about a guy named Kenny Pickett throwing the ball for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they seem to be sold on him. So, I mean, we're going to have to ride it out and see how, how we do next year, man. Like, especially we got, you know, coming back in, coming back in some of that defensive side of it. You know, we got a couple guys around him. I mean, you guys, you, you know, guys got. We're going to make a little push. Yeah, you guys got the defense. Uh, you guys sadly lost linebackers over yeah. these past couple of days. I saw you guys lost Devin Bush to Seattle. Mm. Uh, I think you guys dropped Miles Jack. But other than those two linebackers, you still got TJ Watt. You still got yeah. Alex Highsmith. For Corners, sure. you lost Cam Sutton, but then get mm. Patrick Peterson. You still yeah. have Minka. You still have Casey Hayward. I mean, those are big-name guys that are – that are on the defense and you have Mike Tomlin as your head coach who's been phenomenal since he's been oh, there. Dude, Mike Tomlin like people have been a lot of people have been throwing a lot of hate on Mike Tomlin recently. Like I don't know what what's going on with everybody throwing all this hate on Mike Tomlin. He's a solid coach. He's been he's been doing the thing for a long time. Hasn't had a losing season. That's what I'm saying. Like hasn't had a losing season and he had to deal with know. an old Ben Roethlisberger for the past three, <laughs> four years. Like, <laughs> dude, Ben was, oh my gosh. A he, lot of check I, down. Dude, he was, a, but he was a tank though, man. Like, as big as he was, he could move pretty quick. Like, it's, it's I mean, sad, you, sad to see them go. You guys had those glory years with A.B., Bell, oh Hines Ward. O-line was stellar with David Castro, Pouncey, Villanueva. I mean, you I guys mean, had it all on offense. Dude, we had every – and then, like, exactly with, with Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell was, like, one of my favorite uh, running backs watching when I was, like, you know, growing up. Yeah. And, like, he was he was just so, like, quick but smooth at the same time. And it was just, like, I don't know, his chain of pace and when he just running to a sprint is just, like, lightning fast. And I was like, dude, that guy was – uh, I don't want to throw any shade, but that was when he put in work, though. I yeah. mean, I, the more and more his career went, the more the less work he did. Thank you. Him and, and Antonio Brown is just like one of the most like disappointing like prospects that ever like come to play for the Steelers. Like, I mean, especially like like Antonio Brown, all his antics like off the field, even like you know, yeah. just like really quitting in the middle of the game. I mean, uh, I mean, he was so talented, but it's just like, bro, like he just so, it's unprofessional. You know but, what I mean? Very much so. And I feel like if he got had everything straight, he could really be named a top two receiver all time. Oh my god, he was on pace to be one of the best receivers of all time. I mean, he is still one of the best receivers of all time, but I'm talking about like a top three guy. Oh, like, I mean, easily. Like in the Easily. Moss category, he in was, the Fitzgerald, those guys. Oh my God, he was probably he would have been probably better than them. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. If he really focused and then with his nonsense, but wanted to get paid and like, I mean, granted, like they were really good. Robert, like probably like the best wide receiver and running back, like at the time. You know what I mean? Like for that season that they they really like took over. Yeah, like, they were probably be- like probably one number one, number two, like. Best running back, best wide receiver, like one of like the best in the league, and like you know they just let the the greed and the fucking I mean just everything kind of like distract them away from just playing football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, getting back on topic, we kind of went on a Steelers rant oh, right yeah, there yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but again, off season, Bengals upgrade O line. They get Orlando Brown. That's huge oh, wow. for Burrow. 
Yep. And then Broncos upgrade offensive line. We we got Ben Powers, a, a guard out of uh, Baltimore, who did really okay. well. And then we got a right tackle as well from the Niners, and their O line was really good. Uh, another thing, Derek Carr over to the Saints. Yeah, one of the one of the that. the most loyal guys that I thought he would stay for the Raiders for the rest of his career, and they oh, just did him sure. dirty. They did him dirty. That's crazy, dude. But do I see, don't do you see. Oh no! Go ahead. Uh, I don't know how that Saints team will look. They just got Jamal Williams. Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara is still doing that, dealing with that issue that he had mm-hmm. over in Vegas. Literally. Michael Thomas mm-hmm. got signed back for another year. Yeah, and he's injury prone, so it's just going to be really Carr and Olave. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's I'm not really seeing them making a too big of a push next year. They're probably going to still be rebuilding, like a lot of those guys said. Probably injured, so they're probably gonna at least. I feel like one season they're gonna need at least to get the, the gears running. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean even that Tyron Matthew move last year. I don't know what they were trying to do with that. I mean Tyron, mm. obviously LSU guy, want to go yeah. back to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Just don't understand why you'd pay an older safety that much money when you don't have a quarterback set. You don't have a offense set you have a good defense but the offense sure. just wasn't there yeah i mean yeah they they like i said they need at least a season or two to kind of get those gears turning get you know Derek Carr comfortable in, in their new lineup you know oh. there's they, ha- they don't really have too many i mean especially like offensive weapons right now with alvin kamara who knows if he's going to come back or if he's gonna like be out the league you know what i mean like with his yeah. situation, like I mean, uh, it was, wasn't it domestic, domestic. Uh, yeah, it was some like abuse to some, but it was mm. just, it was. I thought it was like some he hit he hit a woman. I just know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that like that's just throwing your career out the window. Number yeah, one, man. you're always told not to hit anybody, especially oh, a woman. Sure. That's even worse. But you just threw your career out the window. I mean, uh, these guys do it every day. It's crazy to me. But I feel like the winners of this offseason, mm-hmm. and it's only two teams. This is the only teams I see, is the Giants and the Panthers. Panthers, uh-huh. so not the the whole offseason, but so far they've really done really well. Giants, they've got Darren Waller for a third-round pick, or as I like to say, a half a bag of Skittles. Because they, they right. pretty much <laughs> got him for free. There's... <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like, I like what pro bowlers for like third round picks and like, I just never, I just, I don't know what's going on. I mean, if what's crazy too is you that saw the Jalen Ramsey trade. Yeah, that was that. I was about to get on that too. Uh, Jalen Ramsey pretty much got traded too for like a couple nail clippings. Yeah, and, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like, just crazy. It was like a third round pick in like. Some tight end that we never yeah. heard of. You and know what I mean? I'm like, thinking like tight end dolphins. I'm like, okay, Mike Jasicki, even though he's a free agent. <laughs> some dude named what, Hunter Brown or something like yeah, that. I was like, who I was like, who is that guy? I never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, like they just basically just gave him away. Like yeah, I just... like like I said, toenail clippings and a janitor. That's what they yeah. got. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But anyway, with the Giants, I mean, they get they get back Daniel Jones, who wanted 
so much money that it would have been close to Patrick Mahomes' money. Mm, Daniel Jones geez, no, to Patrick no. Mahomes' money. <laughs> like that's no, crazy. Never. Saquon gets tagged for a year. Yeah. He gets, I think, $10 million. And then you, you also get Darren Waller. You bring back Slayton. I mean, mm-hmm. your team offensively is now looking really good. Oh, for sure. Defensively yeah. is looking good. This team went to the playoffs. Uh, mm. I like I like what I'm seeing out of the Giants. Uh, yeah, Brian, I think the Giants, the Gi- like the Giants were a sleeper last year, man. Like, honestly, that whole division was was very competitive that last year. Like with Cowboys, Eagles. I mean, Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Cowboys. I mean, they were. I mean, what they lose first round, but st- no, they lose first round last year. Um, I think so. I think so. The yeah. Giants lost yeah. second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like all of them made the playoffs. I mean, no, besides no, no, not the Redskins, but still, there were. I mean, yeah. there were. It's a, it was a really like it was a really tight division. I'm not gonna lie. So it, I mean, it, and it's so weird because it's like the opposite. AFC West was supposed to be the team. The, the, mm. the division, sorry, to really be, I mean, Russell Wilson coming into the Broncos, everybody thought he would do well. Devontae okay, yeah. Adams to the Raiders, of course, well. Then you have mm. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on the mm. same team with the Chargers. You're thinking, yeah, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, you're thinking that division, who that none of them could have a losing record. And then oh. you're seeing this, this NFC East team with, the Giants, okay. Daniel Jones and this new head coach, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Washington's bad consistently every, bad, yeah, every year. Yeah, it doesn't matter what, what who they have. Eagles, I mean, hey, they got a good team. Maybe they go like, I don't know, 11 and 5? 11, I yeah. mean, sorry, 11 and 6. So maybe that. And then you have Cowboys, everybody thought would go 8 and 9. So, yeah. And then this whole division just takes off while AFC West went downhill and um, going to Panthers Panthers made a lot of good moves they upgraded defensively they got Miles Sanders as well and mm. they also have the first overall pick now yeah and that's, moving that's a that's a big that's a big yeah moving, moving into the pick I mean Bryce Young that's mm. their quarterback, or maybe yep. they go Anthony Richardson, who mm. who's like a Cam Newton. They've dealt yeah. with the Cam Newton there. I mean, come on, MVP Cam went to a Super Bowl. That's true. I mean, think I it, don't know. I think might... it would be smarter for them to pick Anthony Richardson personally because I think that he'd fit with the culture. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, def- definitely. I mean, like I said, the Carolina, Carolina Panthers, like. They got some good stuff coming to them, man. Like regardless who are they, whoever they pick uh, first round, I mean the first overall pick. I mean it's they're gonna get somebody good. You know what I mean? It's gonna be it's gonna be a QB because you know there's not many, you know, wide receivers or anybody that goes first round. So it's gonna be a QB, and they're gonna get somebody somebody pretty either whether it's Bryce Young or you know CJ Stroud. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna get a top a really good quarterback. You know what I mean? Coach him up for about a couple of years, let them build around them. I mean they could be they could be looking back at a Super Bowl coming back. You know, in a year or two. I don't know about a year or two. Three five. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say five. I mean, you're going. You still have Patrick Mahomes in the league. Yeah, I, 
That guy, dude. It's just... The Eagles should have won that Super Bowl. I am so uh, uh, so pissed off because I put money up on that game. <laughs> and for those guys to choke like they did. It's turf. It's the I, turf. The turf toe? <laughs> is that what they call it? <laughs> no, it's it's the turf. The turf was bad. I mean, this is a team. The Eagles led the league in sacks. They had yeah. 70, 70 sacks in, for the regular season while the Chiefs had 55. Uh-huh. So, I mean – you're watching these Eagles defenders have a really good jump on these tackles and they just slip. Oh, the turf really makes people slip like that. Yeah. That turf was bad. It was so oh, bad. Super Bowl. They use a new turf that they've been growing for five years. Oh, wow. A new type of grass. Was... Yeah. And I had no clue. About and they that. decided to test it. Not in a preseason game. They did it on the biggest game of the year. Oh my gosh. So there's that. That's insane. But yeah. they did, I mean, granted, like, yeah, they used some new turf or whatever. But it's like they're both playing on the turf. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that that's the only thing that I can't really back with on Eagles fans because they're like, oh, the turf ruined us. I'm like, well, I mean, you guys were both playing on the same turf. It's not yeah, like they changed the turf like, for like, my home. They just they literally they literally fumbled the ball. They couldn't they couldn't they couldn't capitalize on any of their like red zone. Um when they got to the red zone, I mean they literally fumbled like they literally fumbled and they got a a, a fucking return for six off of that. Yeah. And then the momentum of the game switches. Instead of them being up being up twenty one uh seven, you know, at half, now they're now they're both tied up and now you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah. Another team that I want to really talk about is like the Bears. Mm. They trade that first overall pick mm-hmm. and they drop to the ninth, but then they also get DJ Moore, mm-hmm. which is huge for Fields. Uh he gets a wide receiver now. Right. On top of that. He has a defense that can help him. They just picked up TJ Edwards from the mm. Eagles. Okay. Linebacker. And they also get Tremaine Edmonds from the Bills linebacker. Damn. Yeah. So they know, really are trying to and I'm liking what they're doing to help Fields. It's it's smart. And I know Fields is loving life right now. Does he need an O line? Absolutely. And that's oh, what sure. they but that's what they just got a guard. They got a guard from uh, Tennessee mm. who was a top 15 guard in the league last year. So that could really help out fields as well. Mm. I, I mean, that team's looking really nice right now. And yeah, with the no. ninth pick of the draft, that could be huge. I could definitely be big with them. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know what they would, who they would pick up uh, in the first round, but. You think, what, position you, what position you think they would need? They need everything still. Uh, <laughs> they really do. <laughs> they 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 need a corner. They need, I mean, they need D backs. They need defensive line. They need O line. Personally, if I'm them, a lot of a lot of these analysts have Chicago picking defensive ends like Miles Murphy out of my Clemson Tigers. Um, mm-hmm. They have them picking uh, Jalen Carter, that big defense tackle out of Georgia who got into a really big problem um, sure. outside the field. 
but I feel like they should go with the teammate that Justin Fields had, who was a tackle, Paris Johnson Jr., who was one of the best tackles in college football. Mm. They're teammates. They have chemistry. For sure. Why not? It makes sense. I mean, I, I like to see, I, I like to see some of these moves making. That'd be that'd be good. I mean, because the Bears have just been they've been terrible for so long. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't been good since those like. <laughs> Like Mike Singletary. I mean, it's, Brian Erlacher. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's bad. It's it's real bad to be a Bears fan. I'm sorry, but they need some help. They need <laughs> they need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he needs and he needs to play every position. <laughs> Have him out there playing receiver. They ain't gonna lose. But I mean, Justin Fields did—he didn't do too bad last year. Like he did show some, some promise. I'd, I'd say he did his best behind what O line he had to play. I mean, as soon oh, as he snapped sure. the ball, he's looking at a three hundred pound guy who could bench six hundred. Oh, I mean, literally, <laughs> and trying <laughs> to figure out like moving. where how how did he move that fast, dude? I mean, they got these like literally like some and some of these new O line guys. Are running like four or five, like forties. Uh, watching that in the combine is just absolutely crazy. You're like, what in the hell? Like, how? How are you three hundred pounds and you're moving like as fast as like a goddamn running back? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, these are guys that could win many awards. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. Well, speaking about awards, let's go to the NBA. Okay. Okay. So. Let's start off with like something small. We're getting to MVP last. I mean, that's that's the juicy stuff. Oh, but for sure, for sure. Start off small, like coach of the year. Like who? Okay. What coach do you really think should should win that award? Uh, I am torn between either Denver's head coach, um, Mike Malone, Malone, yeah, Malone, and um. Fucking uh, Sacramento, yeah. Uh, was it Brown? Mike, over there? Mike Brown. Mike, Mike, Brown. Mike Brown. Yeah. Yep. Um, dude, like just the, just the strides that Sacramento's done this year alone, from like last year to this year. I mean, like credit, like yeah, they got some. They picked up Sabonis. You know, Sabonis and... is criminally underrated. Oh my god. He put dude. up he put up last night 20 20 and 5. Yeah. Uh, like in four blocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oof. the bonus is crazy. And then and then not even that. It's like they got Malik Monk over there. You know what I mean? And they also got Keegan Murray. Kevin Herter. Like Kevin Darren Herter, Fox. The red, oh my it's the list goes on. Like it's just like you're just like what is going on? Like they have so much young talent over there, and like I just feel like they're just maybe a piece or two away from like a championship, man. Like literally, like if they can get together and like you know show their have like I said lean on their leaders, you know, like Darren Fox, Sabonis. Hopefully, they can lead them to that to that championship. Maybe mm-hmm. not this year because I feel like a lot of times people fail to realize the experience. Really matters, especially in those Absolutely. pressure high, high pressure situations and stuff like that. So, I don't know if they'll be experienced enough to get to that championship this year, or maybe they just get lucky and just you know go on a big run. But mm-hmm. I mean, they're the coach Mike Brown just, just 
fantastic job coaching them this year. I mean, top to bottom, just great. Yeah, I'd have to go with Mike Brown for Sacramento. I, I'm not picking Mike Malone. I've been a kind of a stickler against him throughout. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a Nuggets fan, and I'm watching sure. him every almost every game every mm-hmm. week. Watch him make stupid subs, ma- making timeouts that he shouldn't, and not making timeouts that he should. Yeah, and we've lost. We finally broke it last night, but we were on a five-game losing streak to one of the teams being the Spurs. Mm, Jesus. So it it was painful to just watch Jokic get sure. two triple doubles and um, lose, lose. <laughs> and watching Jamal Murray go five for twenty from the mm, field. Yeah, it's just so painful. And then Mike Malone still keep him out there. And then Spurs went on a 17 and three run, and Mike Malone did not want to call a timeout. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to have to give it to Mike Brown. But yeah. moving on to another award is most improved player. And I'm going to go, it's tough. It's between Shea Gilgis Alexander and Laurie okay. Markinen. And I'm going to have to go Laurie Markinen. I'm going to go Laurie. Yeah, Laurie. He jumped up from 14 points a game to 25 points a game. On top of that, last year, he only played Mm. 61 games. Well, this year, he's already played 62 games. So Really? Yeah. He's done really well. And with that, he shot more efficiently. He's 40% from three, which is good. 50%. Um, from the field and 87% shooter from the from the charity strike. So oh my gosh. He's having a year for Utah. And he's yeah. an all-star. And he's yeah. an all-star. Laurie marketing literally like the jump he made from last year when he was like a like maybe like fourth option, you know, on the Cavaliers, a fifth option, not even a, a really good role player to like now like the number one option on the Utah Jazz, like I mean, he's literally carrying them to a lot of their victories, you know, because they didn't really have anyone on that team, really. You know, no. they were literally rebuilding. Yeah. And they, they happened to stumble across Laurie Market, and he's been carrying them to, like, the, the promised land ever since. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd say for that Cleveland and Utah trade, it's an even trade so far. I oh mean, Utah got picks, and they got Laurie. Yeah. Cavs got Donovan Mitchell, who's averaging 30. Or almost 30. So, and that team's looking like a championship team. Oh, my gosh. They are – I haven't been excited to, be, to watch the Cavs since LeBron James was playing sure. for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I mean, especially with Donovan Mitchell with a 70-point game. I mean, the guy is consistently breaking ankles and taking names. I mean, I, this, the snatch back on him is just lethal. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the step back three, I mean, him and, and Darius Garland together are just the two combo guards. Maybe they they, slack a little, they lack a little bit of size. Don't get me wrong. Maybe they need a little, little bit ain't more. Ain't showing like, it. It ain't showing it. It's not showing. You're right. But, I mean, once you got, like, play against like, Giannis and, like, you know, the Bucks and, but, and the But Celtics, they're fine in the paint. They're fine in the paint. They got they Mobley are. and Jared Allen. They they do. They do. The, those are wrong. shot blockers. But but Giannis, yeah. he's, a, he's a beast. <laughs> I mean, well, speaking about Giannis, let's go to Defensive Player of the Year. And Giannis has won two of these. 
and he's on pace to be a contender to win it, but mm-hmm. I'd have to give it to Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh my gosh. Who who would it? I I think it's a no-brainer. I don't think we have to really talk about it much because Jaron's averaging three blocks and a steal a game. And he's really yeah. been a menace down there. I don't think we oh. have to really talk about it. No. <laughs> so I'm gonna just Give move on. <laughs> I'm gonna just move on to sixth man of the year. Now this could go two ways too. You got mm. Jordan Poole and Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. But here's where like everybody talks about who should really win it. Now Jordan Poole, he's he's started in 42 games a season mm. out of the 70 games. While Malcolm Brogdon started in zero games. So Malcolm mm, Brogdon is the real true, like, yeah. Six man, so I'd probably so yeah. ba- base it on that. I'm giving it to Malcolm Brogdon for sure. So I think I don't think that's a question there. Yeah, no, like, Jordan Poole, granted, like I said, if, if it because it really be a six man, you can't really start like that many games yeah so, that's a lot of games that's a lot of games to be a starter and then call yourself mm-hmm. a six man of the year you know yeah so yeah and i think another no-brainer award is the rookie of the year it's palo Paolo Bacero. Bacero. Yep. yeah okay uh, <laughs> like, i mean yeah they, no rookies even is even like there's not even one that's close you know no, what i mean like not. like i can't even think who because jabari what jabari smith He's bad. From, He's done so bad this year. He's not inefficient. Good. Yeah, not good. I'd say his contenders uh, Walker. Whoever is Ke- Keegan Murray? That's the other. Is that the other rookie? Yeah, Keegan Murray. Sa- yeah. Sacramento. Yeah, he go? Yeah, he hasn't really shown. I mean, he had he had like little glimpses of of like. He doesn't need to though. I mean, they've been playing good yeah, anyway. But yeah, I mean, like I said, he he's just not the first option over there. You know what I mean? Like Paolo. I mean, the guy. Paolo's the guy. guy. He's just he's just talented. I, it, I'd say. If it wasn't Paolo Bencaro and if he wasn't a rookie in the league, I'd say it'd be between Walker Kessler and Benedict Matherin. Okay. Those are the only two. Yeah. But now, yeah, I'm good at Paolo. Let's let's move on to like the wing of the bone. Like I mean not the wing, sorry, the, the meat of the wing. Mm-hmm. MVP. This is yeah. this is the award that everybody's going back and forth on. Is it Jokic? Is it Embiid? Or is it Giannis? Or is it Luca? I mean, <laughs> so many names. I don't know. I just like I I for me it's always between it's always been between Jokic and Embiid for the past like three years. You know, it's been out of Jokic or Embiid. Jokic and Embiid. Like Giannis, obviously, he, he makes this. I mean, he like I said, he makes a real good case. Like he just does everything on the court. I mean, from defense to offense, I mean, the guy is just an animal. But, like, Embiid, it's just, you can't stop him. Like, you you can't, you can't stop him. You can't put any, and he's literally, like, averaging 30, over 30 points a game, close to, like, 10 rebounds a game. I think, I think he averages about 10, 30 and 10, I think. If I'm I'm not mistaken. Embiid right now is averaging 33, 10, and 4. Yeah. So, so thirty and ten, like no big man's been able to do that since like Shaq. Shaquille. You know yeah, what I mean? Literally Shaq. Like I mean, like, we're talking, we're talking straight center. We're not talking no forward. We're talking yeah. straight center. And he can still shoot the three. He still shoots the midi. Like I mean, he gets you, gets you what you need on defense. Mm-hmm. But 
it's just hard when you have a, a, another big that does that and more with Jokic. He just, I mean, he 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 rebounds. He he throw you flashy assists, and he still scores like twenty four points a game. I think I mean, when when it comes down to like this stuff, a lot of people, especially fans, especially over the past week with the Nuggets going down and everybody blaming it on Jokic when it's really not Jokic, it's all Mike Malone. Mm-hmm. But when, when when I look at this, I'm looking at who, who it's an MVP, most valuable player. This is a player where if you take them out of their team, what position are they in? Mm-hmm. You take Jokic away from the Nuggets, this is a team that is almost as good as the Spurs mm. right now. You take Embiid away from the Sixers, they turn from a playoff slash championship contender to, I feel like, a play-in. Because yeah. they still got Harden. They got Maxi, They mm. got no backup center, of course. But I'm I'm just considering if it's like a mid-level center for both guys. Like if you swap out and beat and Jokic and you get mid-centers. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Jokic... Maybe this is bias. Maybe it's not. But this is a guy that I'm watching. The same with Embiid, because I get a lot of Embiid games, too, that I watch. For sure. I'm watching Embiid do stuff that I didn't know a big, a big man could do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's dribbling. He's fading away. He's taking contested threes. He's dominating a paint, both offensively and defensively. And then For sure. you watch someone like Jokic, who I know he's never been a good defender. I mean... Uh, when we play the Spurs, Jokic allowed 25 points against him. Mm. Just against him. But offensively, I feel like is definitely better than Embiid's because I think people underestimate how strong Jokic really is. Yeah. Then he has the finesse with that. He has more finesse than Embiid has. The mm-hmm. strength Embiid definitely has over Jokic, but Jokic is still strong. And then when it comes to IQ, Jokic has that more. Rebounding, they're both equal. But when you have someone that's averaging a triple-double, pretty much making his teammates look like they're (laughs) all-stars. Literally, because look look who he's got on the team. Michael Porter Jr., fucking Aaron Gordon, and Jamal Murray. Aaron Gordon and him are... A very good dynamic duo because I'm watching lobs left and right. And Jamal Murray has been out since the bubble. Yeah. And he's come back finally this year and he hasn't been looking like himself. He, Jokic is really making him look good when he can. And then you have Michael Porter, or sorry, let me just clear that up. Michael, not swinging the rock, Porter Jr. He just. When he gets the ball and he has a contested three and he has a wide open KCP in the corner, he ain't swinging it. He's going to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. That's just what he does. Yeah, he, he's a mess. But I mean, that guy. I don't know. They. I don't know if they. If if I was if I was the Nuggets, I would have pulled the plug on um, Michael Porter. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nope, they decided to pay him for a three-year, $100 million contract. Mm-hmm. So I would have pulled the plug on them. We just we just need someone big. But going back to the MVP case, 
Giannis is definitely always a guy. He dominates defensively, offensively. He's literally a cheat code. He could take two steps from the three-point line and dunk it. <laughs> so he's 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 that, gli- he's that glitchy he's that glitchy guy that you make on NBA 2K My Career, and yep. you just have fun with it. Yep, he's. I mean, the guy is literally a freaking nature. And the craziest part is like that's how deep the league is nowadays, man. Like you have three crazy bigs that you can't even decide to choose from. You know what I mean? Because you can really make a case. Hey, maybe Giannis deserves it because you know, like I said, without him, like Milwaukee is just nothing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like they don't win that championship. They don't do any of that stuff they've done without mm-hmm. without Giannis. So. It's real hard to make it right to you know make that this choice of the MVP this year because there's so three guys are just going so crazy this year, like like thirty three and ten. Like, are you serious? But then you got the other guys averaging a triple double, and it's like as a big, I don't know if that's been done. I mean, you have Jokic averaging a triple double. You have Giannis almost ha- having a triple double. And then you have Embiid dominating the league. Yeah. These are guys. This is the it was the era of the guards for a second when Harden, Curry, and Westbrook would get an MVPs. It's turning yeah. into the area of the bigs. So oh, sure. to, only to, to really cap it off, I'm gonna have to say Jokic MVP. Three P. Uh, I, I I can give you I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Has has anyone three-peated before? Larry Bird. Let, just Larry Bird? Larry Bird. Mm. Larry Bird's the only one. I didn't know Larry Bird did that. That's cool. Yep. So who do you got to re- end it off? Who's your MVP? I'm, I'm about to give it to Jokic. I'm about to give it to Jokic just because, I mean... I always make the argument that for LeBron's case, you know, just being able to do everything on the court, and uh, that's 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 what we have to go with, man. Jokic, because like he's got, like I said, twenty four twelve and like ten. It's ridiculous for a big man. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this again. No problem, man. For all the people listening, I'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Oh yeah, man. Peace.